Hello and welcome to some more Star Citizen. Cloud Imperium are working on various improvements to the current Alpha 3.17 branch of the game, as well as sort of getting more updates for the Nine Towers Lockdown and Siege of Orison events. Various bugs have plagued the current live build for some players. Elevators not working and NPCs not spawning being two of the most egregious bugs that can occur. However, it's looking good on that PTU test patch at the moment as players are helping smash those bugs, especially in the last two builds on those test servers. Clan Imperium said, This open PTU cycle for 3.17.2, so this is test servers that any players can jump in and help with, uh, but it's not on the live build. Accumulates many hotfixes that we've released onto the live environment over the last week, which includes many client and server crash fixes, as well as new fixes to elevators not working properly, bunker and Siege of Orison AI spawning and behavior issues, and party launching issues. The newly released build also has extra logging for medical service beacon issues. This should help us track down some of those issues, including the beacons not playing out when completing so on saturday at 5 p.m utc the siege of orison event is running with a load of improvements on the ptu so um, go check that out um, in on that ptu build sunday 5 p.m utc we've got the nine tails lockdown being tested too at some point i'm expecting the siege of orison and the nine tails lockdown events to be connected somewhat because it makes sense and they're supposed to sort of potentially trigger each other um, if you see what i mean um, i think it's going to be a great deal of fun and very helpful to get involved with those. So what are the updates and changes that they've made in the latest PTU patches? For Star Citizen Alpha 3.17.2 W PTU, we've had a snake pit racetrack audio polish pass. Combat assistance beacons have seen an additional pass to uh, their payments and adjusting the probability of mission difficulty spawn frequency. So uh, they don't want the super low end versions of combat assistance to spawn constantly. They don't want players to go around um, just murdering um, sort of auroras all the time uh, as missions, um, unless they want to do that. Uh, they fixed an issue where elevators around the persistent universe were blocking entry and use. There is also an additional failsafe for elevators now that reset an elevator if it detects them being stuck after about 60 seconds. We needed that in game for uh, since the start of elevators in the game. I'm glad they've put something like that in now. They fixed an issue causing bunker mission AI to go missing and block missions from completing. Again, and one of the important fixes there. They fixed a bug with search and destroy missions where probes destroyed counter reports wrong if you destroy the probes before the mission says you've located them. Uh, ships should no longer get stored at Klesher upon completion of the prison sentence. They fixed further issues with party launch not functioning as intended. You should no longer be able to clip through derelict reclaimers. Um, more to that, there are various dynamic event changes and bug fixes. So they've made changes to the Siege of Orison mission flow since releasing to live. Some of these changes were hotfixed onto the live build. But if you join in on the Siege of Orison event on the PTU on the weekend, you're going to see some of these changes there. You should now see additional optional objectives for the anti-air turrets that should complete if you destroy the turret or disable the island's iffy. They fixed an issue where rewards were not being given for each action. They've upped the reward for each boss killed. They've added a reward per anti-air 
area sort of control regained in that area. Uh, players will no longer get a double trespassing crime when the mission is over if you've not left the island. This is now failure to comply as a, as a crime effectively. Uh, there are now four stages to the end of the mission. The original three timers on the last one you get the restricted area warning so if the mission's sort of ended or um, it's failed or whatever you'll get that uh, restricted area warning uh, you will then have 15 minutes to leave before you get uh, a failure to comply the mission will end for people not in the zone when the final objective is finished if a player leaves the zone the mission will finish for them anyone in the mission area when the final timer goes will be arrested but beforehand will complete the mission. When you destroy ships, it will now play the voice line when you hit a certain percentage of ships destroyed. If all ships are reduced to zero, it should fail that objective if you destroy all the Starlifters, for example. Um, and you'll actually see that recorded in the mission objectives. You shouldn't hear random dialogue when you're not in the event anymore. They've added security AI around the Solanke shuttle and additional cover they fixed an issue where a boss could spawn with the wrong data pad so you wouldn't get the appropriate code um, is what they're saying there the star is now for 3.17.2 xp2 patch was incredibly small but still important they fixed multiple issues causing elevators around the persistent universe to block entry and use and also between the two sort of patches there they fixed two client crashes and a back-end service crash now, all of those updates, all of those improvements to 3.17.2, really looking forward to them going live. I think that's going to improve the game a huge amount. However, there is still a host of known issues that Clan and Pyram are trying to work through on that last PTU patch. So, let's go through these, because some of them are quite egregious. Players may have to restart the game after getting kicked to the main menu from a 30k crash. Elevators desyncing can cause missing floor collisions. A ship's targeting pip may be missing or disappear for some players, and that means that they can't then be targeted anymore. Uh, ships floating in the hangar when stored with engines left on and then retrieved again. That's a bit of a weird one. A player's arm can misalign when seated in certain ships, causing obstruction of the HUD and view. The Kato Owl sometimes spawns on the hangar floor sideways. Uh, weapon of fire penetrates shields when ships are moving, so shield holds is basically the issue there. While docked to a Starfarer, multiple vehicles will continuously tilt. The Argo Raft's elevator controls can't be interacted with from either deck. Headlights on the Ares are too dim to notice at a reasonable range. Medical beacons do not complete their mission or payment when a player is brought back from in-cap. All weapons are held like pistols while moving in an EVA. Uh, weapons holster or unholster unintentionally. Items and gear may disappear between sessions. Weapons directly equipped from containers and boxes are missing attachments. Ships on landing pads end up in an unknown state sometimes um, after they've been streamed out or stored. Turrets around bunkers respawn very quickly, sometimes almost instantaneously. So that's a lot of bugs that need to be addressed. Uh, a lot of them are in that live build and the PT build. Um, so getting those in, that's going to make that live build into a significantly better state. I mean, even if they don't fix all of them, even if they just get rid of the, the most um, sort of important ones, the, the ones that sort of block accessibility, especially you don't want things that prevent you from playing the game, pre prevent you from spawning your ships, preventing you from sort of getting in an elevator from one area to another. And that elevator fix they've put in with a fail safe is fantastic. Great. If elevators effectively regenerate uh, and repair themselves, fantastic. I'm expecting the Siege of Orison to be running on the live servers uh, on a schedule again once that um, sort of once the PTU is in a good shape and then they uh, deploy that to the live build. 
I'm keen to play a less buggy 3.17.2. I've had a great time with the live build, but getting more players in and generally more accessibility improvements in an environment with less chance of problems is obviously just better. Boom, that's it for your state of Alpha 3.17.2 and the PTU and updates that are coming. But what do you think? What are your experiences of 3.17.2 Live or the Siege of Orison? Or have you been playing on these sort of latest PTU patches and you're like, oh, actually, there's some good improvements there or there's a long way to go. Are you looking forward to those improvements coming to the live build? Or what do you think about Alpha 3.18? When do you think that's going to go into testing? What are your thoughts and experiences? I'd love to hear from you in the comments below. You're on a plane. It's about to crash. Maybe you're in a jungle and a vicious predator attacks. There's a nuclear war and you're caught short on the toilet. You're drowning in shark-infested waters. How did you get here? What do all these scenarios have in common? That's right, easily preventable with the use of NordVPN.com slash BoardGamer. It's like the ultimate survival toolkit, but to aid in internet security and accessibility. Now I can watch my favourite Netflix and anime shows from a different country while I'm lost in the rainforest just before a tiger eats me. Thanks, NordVPN.com slash BoardGamer. You can get discounts by using the links below. But please note that probably in the case of a plane crash or, you know, you're drowning, NordVPN might not be the most effective solution. Every month we have a Star Citizen ship giveaway. This month we're giving away an RSI Scorpius Heavy Fighter. This two-seater powerful heavy fighter allows you to pretend you're in Star Wars with your X-Wing. It comes with a lifetime insurance and access to Star Citizen. So even if you haven't got a Star Citizen account already, you can play the game. To be in for a chance of winning that, just comment on any of my videos made during August. A massive thank you to everyone that subscribed to the channel or just watches my content or comments and likes and shares those videos. It really genuinely does help. And if you want to go the extra mile to help support the channel, you can click on the join button under any of my videos or click on the links to Patreon. It all goes a huge way to help the channel grow and expand. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you have a great time in Alpha 3.17.2 and I hope to see you in the verse.